And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the RUScreening.com podcast. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, just because so many people begged us to to do it, uh, we'll be reviewing Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, uh, a movie that is in the heart of the, I guess, hate month or something what for a us because month for us it it not only is it bizarre and it's not even like specific to us but it is a i, I mean in a way it's specific to us but it's a it's a month of you know i guess people were looking forward to independence day some people right. or whatever big curious big, about it. big actiony yeah. thing or whatever um but the the trailers were not exactly selling it no. to me anyway no. um they were not doing I think a good job of marketing. If you were trying to get anyone interested who just didn't want to see stuff explode or really right. cool pictures of aliens. Yeah. And it, it seemed weird to me because the trailers for that movie were almost not trying too hard. They weren't trying to mm-hmm. uh, sell you that there's a plot going on. They didn't try to give you any insight to the characters you didn't even see a lot of the characters ever. You just saw like the characters from the previous movies. You, you know what I mean? I mean, there's the, the, I guess in a way, the main plot character wise is, uh, it involves people who aren't even, you don't ever see in the trailers. Really. You right. might see a flash of their face or right. something, but you don't know why we're watching them or whatever. So anyway, um, not, uh, not something that is like kind of summer blockbuster push and, and everyone was super excited or whatever. And uh, this week, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. It's like uh, a lot of movies that were coming out. were just like, well, you know, the animated movies are going to be the thing and we'll release our movie and somebody won't want to go to an animated movie. And so we have something there for them to go to, but we don't need to really sell it that hard. Right. Because the people that we're selling to are people who showed up at the movie theater and went, oh, I don't want to see the animated movie, uh, you know, whatever. Right. Right. But this movie did not really have like a huge push either. And also not something that you heard a lot of people talking about. You, you know, there wasn't like a lot of buzz. No. Oh, my God, you have to go see this or whatever. Right. Next week is Ghostbusters which people have actively hated on the internet for months and has, you know, it's a movie that has had to deal with, even if it doesn't think it's legitimate or it wants to kind of write it off as the whole, you know, girl thing that it's that that's the reason people don't like it, whatever the case may be. uh, It's had to deal with a lot of serious negativity on the internet. So that comes out next week. And 
you know, who knows that could be huge just because of all the people, you know, running to the theaters in order to be able to hate, hate it. it. Yeah. So it'll be, it, 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 it'll still make money that way. It's not going to be a huge success, <laughs> but it's, it'll it doesn't necessarily shirt. make a, yeah. a fun week to go to the movies. And then I can't remember after that, I think uh, maybe as Jason Bourne or maybe it, as it, something else. we get a, um, we get a small, if it's good, we get a little bit of a reprieve, but before that we still have to do with, I mean, this is like, this is the month that people hate me. This like is the month we still have time to go forgot. through Star Trek first. Oh, that's right. Star Trek. I was going to say, I know there was, some, I thought you know, there was something else before Jason Bourne and uh, Star Trek as much as that's going to make a ton of money. Um, it, it obviously will. Yeah. It's still got it's got the same sort of trailers. I, for yeah. me, as Independence Day, it's not especially selling anything except, um, you know, there's a motorcycle jump and mm-hmm. people fall <laughs> and Simon Pegg's hanging from a cliff or, you know, whatever. It's still not kind of going. Look, there's interesting stuff that happens too. Right. It's just that stuff blows up and people run and yeah action and there's that whole like last minute like transporter thing and yeah. then they kind of uh hit the deck yeah uh, of the thing because like they were falling right so that's something that already people on the internet <laughs> have been going wait is that how that yeah. works <laughs> like are you if you get transported that are you still falling right. and you know whatever but still it's it's a marketing don't think about effort it. so far that yeah. has just been like, you know, uh, look at the big ship, look at this explosion, right. you know, whatever. It's not kind of selling you on the fact that there's an interesting reason to watch the movie. Right. <clears throat> so I don't know. And then finally you get Jason Bourne, which hopefully <laughs> will, will pull us out of the yeah. death spiral. It's been I weird. This, I mean, as far as like news goes too, I don't know that there's tons of news except like how good, the Secret Life of Pets is doing at the box office. Yeah, that's, which is which it, is good. It, but... It's kind of a week that makes you not want to say the word news, though. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's uh, it's not right. It's, it's not for other news for non entertainment. Yeah. A it's real crappy it, week. It, but... It's not been a good news week, and really, there hasn't been a lot because I almost feel like nobody wants to put anything out for a little while. Right. You know, it's like um, right. we were going to release this trailer or tell you about this movie Thing. that's coming up and i think right we'll wait wait for like <laughs> right. a week between it's just been really slightly interesting to me to see you know ghostbusters is coming out as you said and there's like all this backlash like you mentioned there's all these people even though there's an embargo on the reviews you're seeing you're you're seeing and reading though i'm trying to stay away from it people do soft reviews, you know, right, like, right. I, I really think this is going to suck, right. you know, and I can't tell you why yet, because I got to wait until like, right. I can't, I can't, I can't review it, but I can give it a, like, I can give it a thumb up or thumb down, kind or just of, a yeah. thumb down my throat, right. you know, that kind of thing. So Ghostbusters has had like this weird buzz around it. Then Star Trek for no other reason, except Simon Pegg and George Takei are going at each other because the news is that because Sulu, Sulu is homosexual is gay. Right. And, and, I'll be damned if I don't see both sides of their argument equally. Like I actually loved reading this article about it. Cause I think what Simon Pegg had to say, I was like, you know what, if I'd been in a meeting with him, I would have been like, you know, I think you've actually put a bit of thought into this. I don't know if you're right, right. about this, but you are certainly seemingly sincere about this. And then I hear George and I'm like, 
you you're nailing this too. Like I don't even know which. I mean, I, ultimately, I care a little, but I don't care a lot. Right. And then on top of that, because the next week's film is Jason Bourne, and all the stuff in the news that we're not talking about, but you know, all the gun stuff to see Matt Damon come out and talk about how we all have to collect guns and do it like European nations. The backlash against him because he's made an incredible amount of money off films shooting people with a myriad of guns. Right. Is, I'm just watching these storms swirl around all these movies that I'm either it, not interested in at all or it's, curious it's about. It's really like... And it's really weird that each it, week's it, film has like this big thing going on around it. it it's really weird that um, all sorts of other news, you know, not just necessarily like... Uh, Police shootings, like Dallas, or and whatever, yeah, whatever shootings, right. all the shootings Every everywhere. Shooting, right. It's not even just that, but it's like kind of other, you know, just negative news is also in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just you know, the whole collective consciousness of everyone is like, don't <laughs> say anything about anything, <laughs> right? Because if you say anything, right, there's going to be some backlash sure. of. There's going to be a line uh, pe- of people, people jumping on you, you, no matter no matter what it is you say, because, <laughs> you know, even like with the Jason Bourne thing, I mean, I guess I can kind of understand the idea that people are going to give him shit about saying something sure. about guns. Sure. But it, it seems like a, a, a kind of a leap to say, like, even if we did outlaw guns tomorrow. Right. It doesn't mean you never see another gun in a movie. Right. I right. mean, it's not. Right. It's not really the same. It's not like the spies won't still have guns, or it, it the me, you when, know, uh, people in the old west movie right, we yeah. make. Won't There'll be have a lot guns. of westerns. I mean, a lot of westerns coming westerns back. Westerns Remember when back. Jim Carrey came out and was was uh, really railing against films and violence right before he was in Kick Ass, right? Too, and everyone was just like, "Wait a minute, you got paid like billions for this, right?" And, what is your problem? You yeah. and, it's and almost like just don't it, bite the hand that feeds. Especially since that's such a that's I feel like that is actually even a better case because yeah. that is like specifically kind of a vigilante justice type yeah. movie. Right. Whereas Jason Bourne is he's supposed not to, exactly a, like what you, you know, said I mean, in a world of no weapons. He'd be given one. Right. But it's know, but, but it's it, it's like if you were in a cop movie. Right. or something and it's like there still are criminals who have guns right. and there still are cops and yeah. you know whatever i don't know i mean anyway, it, i just thought it was interesting that there's so much that each film every, everyone seems just to have something on about edge it. to and jump I, on something. and it's really like it's really like the outlying kind of forecast from just being in the political season there's right, so right. much i don't care which side you're on there's so much vitriol and bile and you know disagreement and i think it's just permeating everything right I expect to be in the grocery store and someone be throwing spaghettios down the aisle and be like, 89 cents? The hell is, you know? So anyway, it's going, trying to be nice to everybody. It, it's going to be really interesting when, we, of those when three, we really get close. Of those three, which are you more interested to see? Ghostbusters, Bourne, or Star Trek? I think it's Bourne, I'm right? only we, interested <laughs> in seeing Bourne of those three. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to see Ghostbusters, um, but I really feel like from what I've already seen of the movie, yeah. it has very little chance of doing anything particularly interesting, which yeah. I think is sad because I like some of the people in the movie, right? Yeah. Which is just like this movie right. that we're reviewing right. now. Um, the Star Trek movie, you know, I feel kind of weird about the Star Trek movies anyway. Yeah. Um, like, 
I didn't. I think I didn't dislike the other ones as much as you. I hated them. I thought they I they had things that were okay about them, mm-hmm. but mostly watching those movies just made me think: make some other space yeah. movie. It's like it doesn't really need to be Star Trek. Even. Right. You're just kind of go- and especially as soon as you make a movie and go. Uh, yeah, we're before other things, but we've created the time, whatever. And yeah. so now we can do whatever and nothing that we do has to make any sense to any of the other Star Trek stuff that's happened before because we're in some other time now right. or whatever we are. Right. Then, you know, I feel like you're just goofy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why bother? I mean, yeah. it's it's like if you, you know, if they started some made some batman movie and right. said uh but now he you know got sucked into a wormhole and now everything is completely different from anything you ever know about batman right and uh he even stops calling himself batman right yeah. <laughs> but we're right. still gonna call the movie batman right. and that'd be great you know whatever awesome. i don't know it's uh i i just think the star trek movies are kind of odd they're like yeah. a odd they're an odd space in like the movie adaptation right. universe or whatever, because they, <laughs> they went that weird way and stuff. Yeah. Right. Do you remember the Bourne films pretty well, or are you going to have to watch one or two or three of them before you see this one? Uh, I think I'm probably going to watch um, at least the first two. I just recently watched the first one again. Yeah. And I was kind of amazed. It, it was funny because I, I started watching them because my kid had not seen him. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. He's old enough to watch this or whatever. Right. And, uh, and it just had been forever since I watched the first one. And it holds so, up like it's, so, so I started watching yeah. it and I, I, you know, look it up or whatever. And I'm, and, and it shows the year. And I was like, what? Yeah. Right. No, yeah. that was typo. You're off a decade. And, uh, and actually, yeah, I think it holds up really yeah. well and i, I think so. i think the reason that it holds up well um and i haven't watched the second one again but i remember really the second one being my favorite one yeah um but i still need to rewatch yeah. that one but the i think the reason that it holds up really well is you know as dumb as it sounds to say exactly the reason that i liked it so much in the first place because it was so kind of like minimalist yeah. you know it wasn't right. It was like fight scenes that I guess kind of made sense. Right. You know, like people didn't hit each other with a frying pan like 15 times and still keep going and going and going. Yeah. And it was, um, there was a lot of it that was really cool um, when it's not even, I guess, necessarily a fight scene exactly, but when he's running and he runs into someone that he has to get rid of. Right. And it's and, and it was just like, look, this if this guy is like been trained to fight forever and that's all he does. Right. When he has to take out like random like cop or something, that guy, that's yeah. like a one second fight. Right. And right. and then that's what they actually yeah, did they in yeah. the movie. And so that was really cool. And yeah. it was it was a lot more of, uh, you know, stuff being kind of tense in a way that made sense right. and people doing things in a situation that made sense. Like when, you know, when he's on the run with the girl and they're in the car and they're, you know, whatever, yeah. the things that happen like kind of made sense. Like yeah. if you run into this stranger right. and this is like how they would act and it was, you know, 
actually interested in the characters yeah. and not just what other car can we blow up right. in what way or whatever. No space stations, no underground <laughs> layers, right. no sharks with lasers, which I think I would take a star off for, but still, it's, you know, it's real. So right. realistic, but. Uh, but so I'm really looking forward to yeah. just the idea that they come back with that. Like mm-hmm. why? Like, right. I think from what you because see, because yeah. I'm naive right. that it's because they have some actual good right. story to tell or some good that. movie to make. Yeah. And you know, that's what I believe right now. He doesn't seem to be it's not like a Nick Cage, I'm in bankruptcy, I need to work right, every right, year right. for the next twenty. I mean he's he's all right, but I would assume it was a good story too. Well, and that's one yeah. of the things that, you know, hopefully like he produces enough stuff right. that he doesn't have to act to make money anyway. anyway so yeah. he can, he can kind of pick and choose what he really <laughs> wants to be in. So, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, before we jump into the movie, I know that uh, listeners are already right. wondering, Salivating. If, wondering if we're ever going to talk about this movie. Right. Well, um, we're getting close to our 15 minute point where we finally, do things yeah but uh you had uh people ask you i guess about oh the, yeah uh, extended batman weird. versus superman and are we gonna see it again i didn't even I, the, the first part i didn't even hit you with because i i knew the answer to myself and i figured you did too they were asking i had a couple people ask me in terms of doing the show um Two things. First, are we going to rewatch Ghostbusters separately before seeing the new Ghostbusters? And I said, no. I, oh. I mean, if it's on, I'll probably watch it while I'm doing something. But I've seen Ghostbusters so much as a kid that I legitimately feel it's in my DNA. There's a, right, there's a handful right. of films I never have to watch again. Jaws, Star Wars, The Godfather, things like this. I can sit down and tell you, maybe not exactly verbatim, but pretty close, the whole film. Right. So I don't have to see it again. But I think it's an interesting idea to see the film that it's being you know remade but i'm gonna pass on ghostbusters but then they followed it up with you guys really didn't like batman versus superman now that the extended director's cut is out and it seems to be getting near universal acclaim for how much better it makes the film are you guys going to rewatch that again and that's what i posed to you when you hilariously and quite definitively said hell no no (laughs) there's no way no, I didn't even have to think about that one for a long. You really didn't. It was almost like we were scripted, and you just knew no, no, no. Uh, yeah. So the movie, I it's, guess, it's really, it, it is getting it's really getting more a lot of praise, more that. positive yeah. reviews, and a lot of critics are. It, it it's not like people gave it, you know, like one star, and now they're giving it like mm-hmm. nine or whatever. Right. But there are a lot of people who gave it like, you know, four or three or something and are now giving it like six or seven right. and, are, and are like going, Oh yeah, now it's uh, it's a whole much better thing. Um, and, and basically, you know, I just call bullshit on that anyway, like right out of the gates. Yeah. But, you know, I guess if it becomes a big enough thing, like this, right. this is what I told you the other night, if it becomes a big enough thing that really people like keep talking about it, and everyone just keeps saying, oh, no, seriously, you just, right. you just don't know right. how much better it is. Or I guess if enough people email us and say no, we, we, we are a slave to the email. We, we demand if that you know. do it and yeah. we want to know what you think about it because yeah. we want you to save us the money <laughs> of going right. to see it again. You know, then I, then I guess, you know, I'll just do it. I'll have to do it. But 
I can't. I just, I just don't believe it. Yeah. And and we talked about <laughs> we talked about this for a while. Like, you know, you have like uh, a movie like this that we both really uh, did not like. Uh, I, you were. A, I, I think I didn't like it even more. You than did. You. you were the two, and I was I, three and a half. I thought it was uh, really kind of garbage, and. Most of the stuff that I didn't like about it, I don't believe there's a way to fix. <laughs> yeah. There's, you can't, you can't have. You really did hate it. I loved it. You can't have a plot that doesn't make any sense, where uh, you know just total nonsense things happen right. after the other, and then add more to that, right. and then it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's just that it's longer. <laughs> it just right. doesn't make sense for Something more better. time, right? Or and you're a guy who doesn't get real easily impressed with the length of a film. You know, you're you're more like, look, there's too much. Cut this back, make it tighter. Right. I mean, we both are to some extent, but but the, yeah. it's the way that stuff happens in the movie. <laughs> I just love that the idea. I, that I don't like. I right? love the idea of trying to get you to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Just like when Independence Day. You're making Day, it all up. No, no, it's <laughs> online. I can show it. Just like when Independence Day came out and after we'd seen the film, I was telling every friend that I could, you, you, you got to see this. You got to check it out. And my girlfriend was like near me several of these times. And she's like, why are you telling them that? Like, you hated this. I'm like, No. No, this was this was worth seeing. No, and they're like, "What did you give it?" And I'm like, zero. And they're like, "What do you want me to do but, this for?" And I'm you like, have to, you have to. See and it. I'm like, "It's just like the ring. Like I've seen it. Now I got to put it off on you. And if you see it, then I'm free." Right. You know, to some extent, it will suck it out of my mind to a certain I think, extent. I would think that I would think because because I jokingly told you it would be like doing a critic takedown of us, like doing it to ourselves. Is there a possibility that this film is so much better? But if if you're at two and I'm at two, I'm at three and a half presuming that the increase in that rating, like what you said before, you might get to four and a half. I might get to five and a half or six. I mean, that's still, that's not enough. That's still not, that's not worth enough seeing, to, eat up, right. to eat up another half hour of my time. That's like it, three hours. Yeah, if there were, if there were a bunch of critics out there right. and uh, like I said, as time goes on and more and more people will, yeah. you know, add their voice to this and, Maybe it's just very lopsided right now. Right. Maybe it's a bunch of people who really wanted it to be good and right. hoped and hoped it would be a lot better and had like this investment to do it. But if as time goes on, there are a lot of critics who gave it a really low score. Right. And they start giving it higher, like a pretty high score. I mean, I doubt anyone's gonna go all the way to like a nine or something. Yeah. But you know, then I'll. Then I, I guess I'll have to see right. it and go. Well, I mean, what? What after after Peter Travers or Rex Reed calls you and is like, "Look, you got to give this another shot." Yeah, and you get a hold of me, I'll consider it. <laughs> right. I, I got to tell you honestly, though, I am, I'm curious. I'm curious about it in a way. That I, I'm, I'm I'm curious I'm about it too, is. except I'm curious about it in the way where I just want to watch those thirty minutes. <laughs> right. I don't want to watch <laughs> right. them. So anyway. I don't want to watch them spliced into the whole film, especially because, like I said, the things that I hated about the movie are a character does something that that character would not do. Right. Or uh, we have like, you know, this really goofy explanation of how Lex Luthor gets to whatever, right. or, you know, it's, it's just dumb the right. way they get to the, 
to fighting each other at the end. Yeah. You have to basically believe that they're both kind of stupid. Yeah. And what are you going to add that yeah. makes that not how we got there Nothing. in the first that <laughs> you can't changes the way I know it's not the same example, but it is as close to one as I think reasonably exists both in the genre and in the medium. Because the problems with the original Superman aren't that bad. Did you ever see the Richard Donner cut? Did you ever see? No, I don't think it, so. It actually does make the film better. Like in a really weird way, the stuff, that, the stuff that's cut kind of enhances stuff that seemed very strange and weird in, in a subtle way, not in an, not an incredible way. Because Superman's not a bad film by itself. But again, superhero film, additional scenes, better film. I mean, right. still, I'm just trying to sell you on it. Because I want you to <clears> see yeah, it and tell know. me. I think, though, that the uh, like the original Superman yeah. movie, uh, I think is actually pretty decent yeah, uh, yeah. on its own. Very much so. Mainly because it's actually not that serious about itself. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not um, it's obviously a way different time of making movies about superheroes and right. stuff. And now, you know there are a couple of different kinds of movies that come out, right. Where there's like guardians of the galaxy where it's just like fun and right. crazy goofiness. And uh, it doesn't think that that means that it doesn't have to make sense. Right. Uh, the, right. Like what happens, Yeah, but it's not trying to be like, you know, the next, godfather movie like we're going to turn uh and not that they not that superhero movies can't be really awesome movies or something but you know sometimes you just kind of got like delusions of grandeur or something check out the donner superman cut the superman 2 donner thing it's it's actually really good yeah uh i'll get right on that okay uh before we jump uh right into the movie we're going to uh take a quick break for a second there you go. That was the second. Uh, we're back. Um, so, okay, Mike and Dave need wedding dates, and we have to jump right out and give our uh, stars, points, whatever, because that's what people demand we do. Yep. And I'm going to make you go first, because I've gone first a uh, lot in a row. I think I'm going to surprise you a little bit. I hope you're not going to surprise you I think me I'm going to surprise you just a little bit. I'm going to give this a four. And my oh, and my you surprised four, me a lot. Did I? My four is my four is probably a little bit more lenient in some ways than you might as well just go buy this right the now. Imme- <laughs> than the immediate reaction gives. But I have I have a little bit of a little bit of an appreciation for what they were trying to do. And and in some way I was trying to think of it the way you think of films, which is, and you always find a way out of it, but you know, what's the film trying to <laughs> you do? You always what's find the, a way to what's cheat film, your own you system. Do. What's the film trying to do? What's it trying to become and how successful is it trying to be that? Right. I, I actually, you know, it's interesting. This film looks so much like it wants to be Wedding Crashers, which is, which is kind of meta in a way because they reference it the, in the they film. They talk about They're, they're very yeah. self-referential about it, self-referential about it. But I, I don't necessarily think it really wants to be that. In in essence, this looks like if comedy movies had like a family reunion, this is like a cousin who looks up to Harold and Kumar go to White Castle so much. And and the jokes that it tries to send versus the jokes that actually deliver, 
though it's really off because I think Harold and Kumar is really fun and surprisingly effective as far as, you know, that kind of disposable comedy goes. This one just misses almost every time, but it's got the, and it's not why I'm giving it a four, but it's got like an enthusiasm for trying, like it's really throwing a bunch of stuff out there. And the problem is, as we'll get into more, that it's just missing the key components to start with to make those attempts really land in a way that things like Harold and Kumar are more successful at. Yeah. So let's hear your, let's hear your, <clears throat> yeah, I give it a two. two. Yeah, I knew you were two. <clears throat> and uh, so I'll tell you how I get out of it because I know that, uh, <laughs> I know that everybody that who happened. listens to us has gone way back to the very beginning and uh, listened to our uh, podcast where we talked about how we come up with right. our numbers. Uh, and oddly enough, uh, I'll just throw this out. We actually get a fair number of emails like, you know, thrown out through like a, a, a six month period or whatever about asking us exactly that question. Oh, yeah. And I keep going, hey, go listen to this thing. We can and recap you, it and you next, can uh, yeah. you can get the whole scoop because, right. you know, that's that's like a thing that people ask and yeah. want to know about right. about critics. Like that makes sense. If you're given things four stars, what does four stars mean? Right. And, uh, you know, I, the last three reviews I read of yours were all four stars right. or I've read every review you wrote this year and none of them, nothing was four stars <laughs> right. or, you know, whatever. Right. Like how do you come up with your thing? So we have a whole podcast dedicated to that idea. And I'll tell you how I get out of it with this movie is the, you know, my go-to getting out yeah. of it thing. Yeah. Uh, I just deny that this is anything right. interesting <laughs> to try to do, especially because of the way that they do it. Um, as you're going through this movie, this movie to me is just like, uh, you know, the hangover three. Right. It's just some guys who got together and said, I bet we could get a studio to pay us to go on vacation. And right. um, now listen, Aubrey really wants to drive ATVs around. Right. So you got to throw that into the movie and you know, whatever it is. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, it's so much of it. And, and the really bad part of it is there are so many uh, huge lengths of film where you go through like a, a, a giant amount of time for a comedy movie like this. Anyway, right. you go through a giant amount of time where no one's even really trying to do anything funny. People are trying to do stuff that's like really stupid and obnoxious. Right. And maybe someone is like a big fan of Beavis and Butthead and will laugh right. at that or whatever, but nobody's really, nobody is behind the scenes of this movie and it's like you throw crap out and there's someone in charge of going, yeah, that's not actually funny. Right. right. <laughs> because they go, well, I don't care if it's funny. I want to do it. I mean, it, it, it's like they all got really drunk and it was funny then. Right. So now we're going to do it because, Mark, because it's funny to you still the next day. Right. Because you remember it being funny when you were drunk. It's based on a true story. <laughs> like that's your that's sort your of. Go -to, sort of. <laughs> There were, there were things about the film, you know, in typical us fashion, we rate something high, we trash it. We rate something low, we praise it. Like there's, there's a weird thing here. There's not a whole lot 
it, it, it stinks in every way it could stink. Like it yeah. just, the characters aren't believable. The relationships aren't tangible. There's no real motivation until later in the film when it kind of attempts to be like summer camp motivations of like, I really like him. So I'm going to change. Right. Like, but the players are by themselves and away from this project, quite likable. I don't have much of an opinion on Zac Efron, but everybody else kind of away from this. Like I like Aubrey Plaza. I like, you know, yeah, Anna and, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick and, is good. And on and on and, and on. And uh, the guy who I don't know his name, but he's he's yeah. on Modern Family. Right, yeah. And um, he's like the boyfriend, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. And and actually he's been in a couple of other movies. Right. Uh, they they do things like the scene. This is the problem with the film. It It's. It loves Harold and Kumar. It loves Wedding Crashers. It loves Bridesmaids. And it says, let's, let's take that further. Let's go further than that stupidity and that gross out. And we'll just get laughs because by being a different because kind of stupidity, paid, you paid yeah. to come in. You don't, you don't really believe, you know, David Copperfield's making a statue of Liberty disappear, but you paid for a show. So believe the show, that right. kind of thing. When, when Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick try to land Mike and Dave, and they walk across the street and her great plan is to get struck by the car. Right. That's, I mean, it, it elicited laughter all around us. Everyone was having a really great time. And I, I'm a sucker for Pratt Falls. I, I right. almost chuckled at it. That, but I thought who in their right mind now would want to go to Hawaii because they were quadriplegic. Cause that would never, right. I mean, it doesn't have to be in the, in the real, real, real world. But if you're going to tell me that I'm going to make him love me because I'm going to hit him with a frying pan until he sees cuckoo birds right. and then i'll tell him i saved his life like this if that's the vein that you're going in i can often buckle in and go down that road with you right. but you better just nail all the dumb goofy attempts that you do the problem here is even even when i walked out of it i felt like an over overarching like total like eh. Like right, it didn't. Right. It just didn't make me laugh. And, 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 it, it, did. and it did have a few but times that it, made you laugh. There were several right. little scenes independent of each other that I was like, "Man, that's really funny. Right. Do that. Right. Keep doing that." And then it almost just cut and let the second AD put his, you know, scene in, and it just did these weird things. It's so disjointed that it never gets a momentum for what really the strengths of it should be right and and that's i mean it's not frustrating because i didn't have high expectations it's, of the film it, it, i was there like to, it, i was there it, to have a little bit of fun and it yeah. gave me exactly what i wanted just a little bit of fun and that's why it's below average for me not because oh, i but believe it's so far below average it, give me a break it, but i think i'm focusing more is, on the individual scenes this is than the cohesive of yeah. it if i focus on the cohesiveness of it i'm probably at like three it, it's it, really but i'm like i'm like there were funny parts and, and right. the comedy like it did these things but it just doesn't do them well it, enough. It's so, so much, uh, like I said, you know, with The Hangover, it's so much of an industry movie yeah. that there are, it, it's, it is. It, it's yeah. like the Melissa McCarthy movies, you know, it's like they're, they get made because she says so, right? right? Not because anyone read anything and thought, yeah, that is funny. Yeah. And that, you know, that is just like the, for me, that's just like the, the, most horrible thing to watch all the time because you can't I anyway I can't get that out of my mind when I'm watching it and I'm when I'm watching a really bad Melissa McCarthy movie and it's not doing anything good it'd be different if they actually make something that was good but as I'm watching it I just can't get it out of my head that there is no reason this got made except that she said so no one would have ever made this movie on its own like without her you know, being 
in it and being and putting it out there. If she had written the script and sent it into people under a pseudonym, you know, no one would have ever picked it up. And this movie is so much the same. Now this movie still actually might've gotten made because these movies will get made, made, you know, but this movie got made because certain people were into it. Certain people said they would do it. Right. Uh, based on no script, right? Just the idea, uh, j- just based on like a right. little bit of a summary. Yeah. And there's so much of the movie too that that, like I said, you know, uh, the part you're talking about where she gets hit by the car. You know, last night when we were drunk, that made sense. Right. N- and so we threw it out there, and now we're filming it, and there there are a few people around the set going, uh, you know, maybe she does something else and gets hurt, and they're like, right. nope. It was it was a car yeah. and that's hilarious and she jumps right on the windshield of the car right. and, and uh, whatever and you know she's fine right like you know if we had some reason to believe that she was uh, you know had a hundred hours of stunt crew work yeah, or something right. and we could buy that but the thing that is awful about it is there is like a moment when that happens where it's so outrageous right. that it is actually kind of funny. Right. right? But there, there are moment. so many right. other ways that yeah. you could do something similar where I like the idea actually that, you know, these two idiots basically like come up with a way to like game the system. Right. Uh, and the, there's already this, uh, you know, they've already been like on the today show or whatever it is. Right. It's not, right. it's not like they just saw the ad on Craigslist. Yeah. It's that it's already gone super viral and everyone is trying to get this free trip to Hawaii right. and they come up with a way to work around the general theory. I yeah. think that in itself is cool. Right. And there's lots of stuff you could do with there's that. There's a lot right? of possibilities. Yeah. And there are a lot of other things that you you're watching it and you're like, this could be funny. Right. But they just, uh, they just, it seems like they just don't care that to, yeah. to really try and figure out making it funny. It's like a lot of this movie is kind of like watching stripes if it was made by people who are like, whatever, that's kind of funny. Right. And not, and not made by people who go, no, wait a minute. Like you have to make this this scene work in the exact right way. There, there's like, there's one part with like the lesbian cousin and Mm -hmm. Aubrey Plaza are in like the sauna. Right. That scene should be hilarious. Right. And, and it's just because just working yourself off the general idea, you right. can make a scene that is hilarious and, and they just kind of like lazy their way through it. You yeah. know, I've seen that hilarious scene and strangely enough, not that everything ties back to Melissa McCarthy, but in bridesmaids, she's the lecherous lesbian or bisexual cousin. That scene plays off better. And fundamentally, here's the overall problem with the movie that Aubrey Plaza is like a sociopath. You know, right, she has right. abs- she has these tinges of like, I'm afraid you'll leave me. So that's why I do stupid things to keep you here. Yeah. And, and I get that as a motivation, but that's real kindergarten. Right. You know, kindergarten stuff. But in, in a thing like Bridesmaids, where Melissa McCarthy is so forward and it's not that she's overweight or unattractive or anything someone might assign to her. It's that she's exceptionally forward. Right. You know, and the guy that she's going after is playing it straight. In this scene, you have two sociopaths, and right, neither right. of them are backing down. The, the outcome is just some Rihanna tickets, so there's no payoff. 
and you wonder like where is the contrast here because really they'll both go to whatever lengths they need right, to, to exactly. outdo the other because now it's just a pissing contest. When it was done before in Bridesmaids, it's hilarious. In that film alone, I I had cramps from laughing. I thought right, that was right. a riot. And like what you said even before in this, like with that easy scene of her getting hit by the car, the movie would have been so much more, well, at least in my head anyway, because I'm writing it, it would have been more fun and entertaining if she was just a little selfish and then she did this thing to try to get attention and now she becomes kind of sociopathic on this trip and hilarity ensues right. because now right. when there's a bright light that flashes in front of, you know, she's going to a wedding, maybe there's photography, there's sunlight, maybe she just has like a weird twitch and she becomes somebody else and she gets into trouble or steals. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to go through this instead of make a world of stupid people, uh, not, not the audience, but in the film, the parents are the only smart people in the whole thing. Right. Like when, when she gets hit by that car and I don't even know if it's Mike or Dave, but I'll, whatever. Right. It's Dave. Zach Efron must have, must have like top billing. So it must be Dave. He he's telling a crowd of hundreds that he can save her. And no one in that audience has ever seen a CPR film or anything because <laughs> right. he's doing a bunch of weird things. But yet when he like slaps her a couple times and pushes her lips together, everyone applauds like and i'm like okay we are only in an we're we're really in fantasy land. we really yeah. are only right. in this place where these people exist so let's just go with it and then that makes that harder later when there are sincere moments that they try to play right just eat hollow like i'm like oh this is the part where you have to do this this and, is the part where you go and, away. and everyone in the movie is too far and yeah uh like i said there there are several scenes where um you know, it's it's just they can't figure out the scene. But, uh, you know, even with the stupidity that they have, everyone in the movie is too far. Like even at the beginning right. when the girls have to go to work and they show up drunk and stuff and then they get fired. I mean, they got fired years ago and right. never got the job in the first place because right. they're so ridiculous. Yeah. They're so far to one side of, you know, wouldn't it be funny if there were idiots and they got drunk all the time right. and, you know, whatever, it would be really funny. I mean, no, but right. Absolutely. But those then, people are annoying, but then we have right. to put them in places and, uh, you know, it's almost like, uh, yeah. somebody watched Arthur and thought drunk people were funny right. and didn't understand why and Arthur been, works right. or why that, right. you know, whatever. Just like, I don't know, he's drunk all the time and it's funny. So just get some people in there drunk all the time and it'll right, be funny. Right. And you're like, yeah, you know, have you seen like a lot of really drunk people? They're <laughs> yeah. not that funny. If you're the only sober one around a lot of drunk people, there's no humor. <laughs> right, exactly. There's, there's just frustration and where do I put bodies? But um, but even, you know, like a lot, there there are times when we laughed. Uh, there were. There, there are times that there I... There are some funny, funny, funny things. There are times that I laughed yeah. mostly really close to the end. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't laugh for a really long time. Right. Um, but we eventually get to some parts that are kind of funny, but there are so many wasted scenes that you have to sit through right. that I guess they think are funny and that well, potentially are funny. Like I said, you know, that, that sauna scene yeah. that should be hilarious and right. they do it completely wrong. There's uh, there's another scene where the uh, wife at the wedding gets a massage right. and gets like the full treatment because Anna Kendrick slips <laughs> the guy a couple hundred bucks or something right. to uh, to let her have a happy ending massage right. or yeah. whatever. And that seems just like a cartoon. Yeah. It, it's 
it's so overplayed and silly and like, you know, we look up at her with her face in the massage table, right. whatever, yeah. and like her eyes are crossed and yeah. she's practically drawn like a right. goofy cartoon right. face. Yeah. And all of the stuff that he does, yeah. like, again, it's supposed to be funny because it's like outrageous right. and, and like so far over the top the of nonsensical, right? Indian masseuse guy doing, you know. Right. And, it, and, it, and it's the shock. But but it goes so far that it has no way to be funny anymore. Right. It's it's right. so goofy that you're just going, well, this end, I mean, I get it already. Yeah. And can we do something else? Because it just doesn't pan out. There's you know? a thing in films that we've talked about before. And the easiest one for me to remember goes all the way back to when we saw Ted, the original, when Ted is at the grocery store and he's oh, going yeah. on and on and on. And then he finally pushes the line. He goes, Oh, okay, that's it. That's where we are. All right. Now I know the line. There's this thing that's been happening with, you know, these Judd Apatow films, and and I enjoy them to an extent, but it's almost like, let's find out what's funny and then carry it 30 seconds past that. Right. Just keep pushing, because at some point, if we we go farther, if if we find out what the limit is and we go farther, that will also be funny. Find hilarity, because in essence, we're past funny. Right. And the problem with that is, is there's no restraint for what is actually funny. Right. You know, there's there's just a pursuit of excess of and that doesn't being work. outrageous because you can right. take any scene and take it to excess and it doesn't ensure that it is what you want it to be. And people don't seem to get that now. But I, I admit there are times where I'm trying to think of one in this film because I don't think there was where a little less would have been more funny because sometimes when they did push like the masseuse thing is a perfect example because almost when I thought they were going to stop. I was having fun with it. Right. Exactly. And then, and then like 20 or 30 more scene, seconds, I'm like, that oh, scene like on. builds up right. in a way that is really mm-hmm. on the way to being very funny. What like as, a, as opposed to the sauna scene, which is never funny. Never funny. It's, it's right. just, it's the theory of it has gone completely wrong from the beginning. The right. masseuse scene has a lot of buildup to it where it could have been really funny and I think part of the problem with that is that when you're making a movie, that scene is only so funny. Like right. if you theor- if you theoretically right. do that perfectly, it's only pretty funny, right? right? It's right. not like we have to be rolling in the aisles. Right. And then it only exists so that the brother can walk in on it, right? right? Exactly. And it's only supposed to be kind of funny. When he starts like lubing himself up at the beginning, right. that's like... The- that's on the way to really being funny. I, yeah. And then, and then they just go, nope. But what you do is you just keep going forever. Right. right. Until like we run out of film. Right. Like yeah. do something Try weirder. Everything. Keep, right. keep doing then, weirder things. Yeah. Like pretty soon, like animals are going right. to, he's going to bring something right. else into the room I, or whatever, because it's dude, just, we're just trying to go more forever. And I that will be seriously. Funny. I agree. I seriously expected them to cut away and come back and have him eaten like a Subway sandwich. There's <laughs> right. product placement throughout the whole movie anyway. I expected him to just be sitting there reading a book, doing some chess. Because right. like, it's supposed to be fun, but not to that extent. And when Mike comes in and sees her, sees his sister in this act, that also, like, he should see her be be scared, puzzled, react, and then leave. Right. Not, but they do that not for like 15 scared, puzzled. seconds. He does right? three like double takes. Right. 
they go back to her. She does the googly eyes. They go to the Indian who's in a new position, sliding all over her, right. go back to him. He's doing four more double takes. She's got more googly eyes. This just heavy handed attempt to make what is funny. I, I want to say like, I don't see how that can be funny, but I'll be damned if everybody around us wasn't like people, gasping. people laughed at a lot of parts yeah. uh, throughout the whole movie that, you know, and, just made me sad. And to frankly. some extent, this isn't this isn't highbrow. This isn't no highfalutin kind of attitude. I'm not looking down my nose past someone, but I guarantee they don't see five movies a year. I, I guarantee I am. it. I, I am. It made me sad. Yeah. It it, it made me sad. Yeah. For, uh, right behind us, there were a bunch of young people, and I yeah. was just like, ah. And you yeah. know, that's the thing. Like you said, uh, I bet they haven't seen five movies. They just don't see that. I many. mean, if you're young enough and yeah. you haven't seen any funny movies, right. then you'll go, well, this, well, I, I've been told you know, this right. is a funny movie you're going in. To, you're about to turn around and be like, okay, look, watch Annie Hall. Like <laughs> I want I want a book report on Woody Allen. Exactly. Like this is humor, you know, right. and they're just like, what? Shut up. You know, yeah. like get out of my way, that kind of thing. But, but, but like you said, you know, so we're like focusing on that scene. If that scene would have just had him lube up, Right, because it's just hilarious, it's hilarious that when he's he takes so nonchalantly. Yeah, and he just starts putting it all over down, him. and just he's like, "Yep, funny. this is just a day at the office," and that's one. really funny. And yeah. then you have you, you got to have like a little bit, and then you have that one part where she she like goes, "Are you even touching me?" Right, that yeah. was funny. That was funny. But mm-hmm. then it just it's just if you take a funny scene and make it ten minutes longer. Right then obviously that equals being funnier. Right. And if it's funny that he like lubes himself up, then if we do like 10 other outrageous things in the same right. scene, then that's funny too. And, and, and they do that throughout the whole movie. It's probably and like, it, and it's not sorry. funny. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. It's probably like what you, what you said, they literally ran that until they, I mean, they shot it digitally, but they ran it till they were out of time. Right. I, I guarantee there's like 20 more minutes of that. I know. I guarantee and you're somewhere. right about that too. And it, and still, that means you just edit it. You take the best right. six minutes of it or three minutes or whatever. I guarantee they both were like, look, we've got the trust. We're, we're just going to do this scene. And she's like, sure, I'm butt naked. He's butt naked. Right. Go. And then they just improvised all of it. And, and then and they, they just and then kept they going, went, that's funny. Well, we just have to keep funny. doing that. Because they right. did it. And how can we not share with the world the scene that never gets seen? Right. You know, and, and that's not a good enough reason to put that in the movie. Right. Especially in the, especially in the way that it shows up. Well, you're but, right. It does start off funny. And then it precipitates into near hilarity with some stuff that he's doing. And then you're just like, oh. That's the line. Now it, I'm not laughing anymore. It, yeah. It's, now I'm waiting for you to be it, done. It, well, yeah. It's like right. you just – if I just have to keep watching it right. forever, right. is it still going to be funny? And it, it it's weird, you know, the way that it's just trying to push extremes like with Ted, the movie, yeah. right? Where – or um, even like what's that cowboy one uh, Seth MacFarlane did? Oh, yeah. Was, uh, I can't wait to die in the West. Yeah. There are some things in that right. that are funny, but right. that movie has the same thing. And, you know, maybe Seth MacFarlane just has that thing in general. But right. that movie has the same thing where it's like you take something and it's a funny idea. Yep. And then you go, but we have to make it right. more. We have to make it uncomfortable. More ridiculous yeah. or more whatever it is that we have to make it. And I, I, I think the counter to doing that for me is Amy Schumer like watching uh, the show inside yeah. Amy Schumer because she, you know, she goes like across the line mm-hmm. and it's funny, but she just, you know, 
goes, you didn't think I'd go here. Right. And then it's funny because it, it is outrageous. Yeah. But then she doesn't, you know, take like 20 more steps. Right. Right. And just keep doing it on and on. It's just that her comedy is kind of across the line most of the time. And a lot of the time it's uh, just, you know, goofy things where she is uh, all of a sudden stumbles into this uh, lunch Dang. where Tina Fey's there and right. they start talking about orgasms yeah. or something. Right. And you and it's like, what? Yeah. Like, right. And, and it's funny that she goes across the line, but she doesn't, you know, turn something that's funny for like a minute because it's across the line into right. like a 25 minute right. thing yeah. that just never ends. Right. And there's uh, a lot of the stuff that potentially should work in this movie. That's where all of it falls apart for me. Yeah. And I think it's weird as the movie finally progresses enough, there's it, even the stuff that's funny. It, you know, it's like it, when, it, <laughs> when it's uh, good, it's not original. Right. When it's original, it's not good. good. You know, like yeah. there are some scenes that are actually not too bad. Yeah. Like when they're fighting behind the, right behind the scenes and they don't realize their mic is on. And then they start saying a whole lot of stuff to like the whole wedding party. Right. And some of that stuff is pretty funny. Yeah. It's not anything I haven't seen before. Right. Right. (laughs) It's not like they invented having the mic on and you don't know it and giving stuff away, but it is still that that's a pretty decent part of the movie. It's just that it wants us to, you know, kind of think, I don't, I don't know. It wants us to think that they're doing something more than they are other than just doing something that we've all seen a thousand times. But again, I guess if you haven't seen a thousand movies, well, that's it. And I don't think that excuses it for those who have seen a thousand movies. Like I don't, I'm not giving it a pass because it might be the girls behind us first time. Right. You know, but I am. And I, and I agree like that's another scene that was working. And then they cut that thankfully much shorter. That could right. have kept going. I, and I on think and the on and farther on. you get in the movie, the better they did at that. Beca- I, I agree. Because as you get past right. like three quarters of the movie, it's getting all of a sudden they start going. Well, we don't have time to beat everything right. to Let's death now. Up. We yeah. just have to get stuff out and right. and finish up the plot because yeah. the movie can only last so long. And then all of a sudden you go, well, wait, but now it's funny, right? A lot. <laughs> it, 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 wait, a lot of times, a lot of times, comedy starts so starts so strongly. And then peter off because then they have to resolve this weird story about their parents or their high school reunion, whatever. Right. And they barely and try they to barely, be funny anymore. Right. right. And then they just – then they do whatever ties up the story. This one, I, I agree. It, it was kind of funny, not in the very beginning, but it's kind of okay. And then it gets a little funnier. But the movie progressively gets more funny, more comedic the later it goes. Right. And then suddenly, like when it's getting its real rhythm, when it's got its real pacing – it's done. That is just like, like suddenly over. And, and like, this is a movie, a seriously. That's not funny. You know, this this like, is a movie that, uh, I mean, oddly for this movie, because there are so many things that it just beats to death and you have yeah. to watch way too long. And then when the movie's over, you're like, what? Like right. the movie just goes, yeah. we're out of money. Boom. Right. <laughs> you love her. You're with her. You'll give him a chance. And the home. film. Yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. uh, the last 20 minutes of the movie are like 20 minutes of filming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was right. just like, bam, we're yeah. done. Yeah. And but most of that end stuff that happens in the movie, it's it's so funny to kind of watch the creation of it because yeah. all the stuff that happens in the middle, the stuff that happens in the beginning, 
they've got all this establishment they're trying to work through. Uh, we have to sell the whole story of why the parents and the sister don't want them to come unless they have dates. Right. So we have to kind of build up all this establishment. And so we kind of go things fairly quickly yeah. because they've got a lot of stuff to try and get you to understand. They're wild and goofy, right. older guys who are too old to be as crazy as they are. Right. We see all the video of stuff that they did at previous parties, which was and kind stuff, of fun. Which was that was kind of fun. funny in places. Yeah. And and then we have to get to the idea of putting an ad on Craigslist right. for like a free trip to Hawaii to be our wedding dates. And they've got all this stuff that they have to actually get information across to you, so they don't have time to just do things forever. Right. right? Then we get to the middle of the movie, and they're like we only have so much filler for this dumbass story. Right. So just let this scene run right. forever. And then, and then it's awful. Yeah. And, and you know, they're like the key scenes that we talked about and even like the uh, going on the ATV thing yeah. and her, you know, the bride's face gets all messed up, right. which, you know, if you're drunk telling stories the sure. night before, that's funny that's stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it could yeah. have even been kind of funny to a certain extent because, you know, look, they're screwing everything up again. Right. The girls did the big ATV jump. So they felt like they had to do it yeah. and the, doing whatever on the <laughs> Jurassic park tour, which was kind of funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Um, and then even when, even the, the parts, you know, where we start to get more towards the end when he's going to put the, eye right. drops in the drink, right. which happened in Wedding Crashers, yep. so that they can talk about Wedding Crashers, so that Zac Efron can say, that ingredient hasn't even actually been <laughs> in the stuff for like 20 years, right. but it worked in Wedding Crashers. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the defining and, and a lot of that stuff was, was pretty good as we get to the end, but all this middle stuff, they're like, we have tons of time. Right. How many ideas do you have? Right. Not that many. Well, then we'll have to milk them all yeah, right. for everything we're worth. And if this movie would have taken that middle chunk and said, let's come up with like 20 other funny ideas yeah, so that we can stick short, funny ideas into all the stuff that happens. Because right. if it, for a comedy like this, even compared to stuff like The Hangover, uh, in a comedy like this, if you pull it all apart, there's actually so little that happens there because all these jokes go on for so long that there actually isn't that much stuff that happens. Like if you look at the hangover, like yeah. something different happens every couple of minutes. Right. I mean, They're it's constantly some, moving. It, it might eat, it might not be good stuff. Right. It, it might still be bad stuff, but they're, you know, they're throwing something else out there. They're not right. just sitting there like staring at the monkey Right. For like 20 minutes. Right. right. And it goes on and on. So it's and on. like that. I mean, I know we're getting done with this, but it's like the scene where, you know, they're like, what are we doing today? All right. Today's Tuesday. We're going to sit in the hallway and you guys are going to be gross and cruel and lewd to each other just to get a room key. Oh, like whispering the right. whispering in the ear. Well, part. I mean, that's going to that, be that's another that's scene another scene. And it's where... a really good example because that's not anything that's going to be hilarious no matter what you yeah. do. But that's a kind of a funny gag it, there were for fibers. like a minute. Right. And, right. and they just keep going. And it's like, if you just do it more, it'll be funnier. Right. If you, if you keep talking about it and won't let it drop, right. that's funnier. And if you get, you know, kind of like more and more crass, 
if you start getting so suggestive and lewd that you lose track of what you're even saying and right. what it's supposed to mean, then that will be funnier right. and, and just keep going. It's, yeah, it's, it's just fun. another thing. Everything that happens in the movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, we should, so I've talked to I, Winfield. I'm good. <laughs> no, you, you really, like you it. have talked me into not understanding your four. Yeah. Because, I thought it was, I thought it was because you didn't talk it up the way you're supposed to. You're supposed to, nah. you were supposed to be telling me all the great things it's, it's, the whole time. It's below average, but it's not horrid. Yeah, it's not. It was, it was, it, fun you only me. gave it a four because we saw Independence Day last week. <laughs> I and have, you're like, it's so much better than that. that. Sandberg film can't pop and don't stop and drop and drop and I've got that that was bad yeah this wasn't bad this was just bad yeah uh, this was you know I'll, I'll give you that I'd so, rather anyway. watch this than watch that again Man, so pop star rock star yeah you know uh, rocks never stop never stop. yeah that's it so all right annoying. so uh next week is Ghostbusters great so I've been waiting be all summer. sure to yeah. tune into that I know there's no, everyone's going to see it. That's the magic of what Ghostbusters has done, yeah. right? I think Ghostbusters, all the people who started really hardcore complaining about Ghostbusters were all paid by Ghostbusters yeah. to do it. It's a neat trick if it and, works. And they purposely made, they got like a focus group to figure out the worst song they could have like oh the, my god they, man they had like 20 versions oh. of that song and played them all for people and just picked the one that they thought was the worst yeah. so that people would be pissed yeah and then they it's all marketing you don't understand the conspiracy I involved song. i hate that song so much <laughs> i hate that <laughs> it, it no, runs like, so reach. it runs so deep the uh, brilliant marketing conspiracy I love the Bobby Brown it. Ghostbusters 2 song like a billion times more. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but it, it is interesting anyway that I hate this. everyone has, is going to go see this. Everyone yeah. who there's any chance in hell, they will go see this, right? right. I mean, my dad's not going to go see it. But other than that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyone who there right. was any chance at all, right. they're either going to see it because they actually think it's going to be good. Yep. They're going to see it because they think just like the nostalgia of it will be right. interesting to watch, or they're going to see it because they want to get the exact fodder for their hatred right. and you yep. know, some details yeah, that, I told you so. that they can spin out yeah. so that they can say, see, it's That's exactly me. as bad. That's where I'm at. And at the end of the day, everyone's going to go see it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't, the, like there's no point to us reviewing it. It's, oh, it's, no, it's, it's be... review proof because yeah. if you give it a good review, people will go see it. If you give it a bad review, people will go see it. Yeah. They'll take your bad review and say, that's why I have to go see it. Right. I mean, it's, it, right. it's, it's foolproof. It's, yeah. it's marketing genius. I wonder how many people we get to see or to stay away from a movie. None. None. <laughs> I know there's someone make, out there. Make We're no reaching somebody. We're reaching someone out there. All right. Uh, so anyway, that uh, do not go see Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Yeah. Um, like on, you know, I don't know, unless, I mean... <laughs> There, people were enjoying themselves. They were really having fun so, with it. So if, if you, you seen if comedy, you really think that you will like this movie, you yeah. will probably laugh a few times. At the very least, even though neither one of us rated it very highly, you'll laugh at something. You will because even it'll we laughed you. at something. It'll get you right? at a couple things yeah. at least. There are a few things, right. and even some of the uh, really outrageous parts that we didn't like. Yeah. Right, even those parts will get a few people. Sure. 
And, you know, I wouldn't really hold it against them either no. because they're, uh, they're silly and sure. you, you, know, you don't just, see that stuff very often. Right. And, and some of it's funny. Now, some of it I will hold against because some of it is just <laughs> being obnoxious. If you think the best part of that film right. is the hotel key scene, then <laughs> our conversation is done. Right. Anyway, and uh, so, like we said, next week uh, we'll see Ghostbusters and uh, we're going to get out of here. Please. Please uh, share and <laughs> you're just not even like, looking forward like to Ghostbusters now. You I just, can't even get it. through the end the of the show. Yeah. Uh, please, please share, rate us on iTunes, review us on <laughs> iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Thanks. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Yo! Everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost a sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.